Hello, I'm Eleanor Warner, an online health and fitness coach, making it easier for women like you to sift through the good, the bad, and the bullshit that you're seeing online. I've spent years coaching hundreds of women to their best physique without sacrificing their social life, their favorite foods, or their mental health. Prepare yourself for a new way of thinking, because if you're here, I know you're looking for answers. Welcome to the Coach by L podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach by L podcast. If you tuned in last week, then you would have heard part one of my discussion with Sammy from Sammy Functional Health. Just to recap, we had finished discussing my test results from my Dutch test, my high levels of melatonin, my high levels of cortisol, and then those adrenals that were kind of poking through the pill. Now we're going on to talk about the protocol that we put in place. So what we did with my training, my nutrition, my supplementation in order to manage that hormonal imbalance. So I hope you guys enjoy part two. But let's move into my actual plan. So you you put a plan together based off that information, right? So my supplements were saw palmetto right and that yeah. one freaked me out because when I went to get it it was like male prostate support and Harley's <laughs> like are you sure and I was like no I'm not I'm gonna check so there was that one as well as I think it was myoinositol is that right myoinositol yeah yep. and then we had ashwagandha we had mm-hmm. zinc citrate is that right and then maybe yep. a vitamin b complex kind of yep. thing so you had me taking these for about a month or so maybe a bit longer and then we pulled the pill and then once we pulled the pill we also started using a progesterone cream in the second half of my cycle because the pill was suppressing my progesterone so we wanted to make sure that my body was if it wasn't making it I at least had it so my cycle was like regular right so nutrition wise I think my calories were like around 2100 which isn't Mm -hmm. anything major in terms of high or low and then we also pulled dairy from my diet I don't think we pulled anything else at that stage I think we dabbled with caffeine but I wasn't really drinking I was having maybe three four coffees a week anyway so it wasn't really a big deal so all right so the supplements that you gave me in the plan that you ultimately decided on what Mm -hmm. were your reasons so when we take people off birth control, we like to kind of have calories at least at maintenance, because if you're in a deficit, that's going to just be driving things to just not be optimal or efficient in the body. So that is one thing we make sure that people are at maintenance. And I'm pretty sure you were pretty much at maintenance. So, and we didn't want to heavily track too much for you. So we just kind of set, you know, some basic guidelines and that was take the dairy out, try and reduce your caffeine. I didn't take gluten out for you because so this is where you and I probably differ. Like, cause I know that you, your plans that you give your clients are very like flexible and you know, they're not restrictive. Mm. Mine have to be a little bit more restrictive. And I think this was one of your questions, which we it can was. get to, but the reason it's restrictive is because we want to nourish the body with whole foods because processed foods are highly, um, highly inflammatory and, they drive, you know, insulin drives issues and all of that kind of stuff. So my approach is whole foods. So we made, that was the other thing with you. We just tried to make sure that you had whole foods. Then the supplements. So first of all, birth control depletes us of essential vitamins and minerals. So that's what the zinc and the B complex was for. And I'm just going to put a disclaimer just because this is what Elle took for her acne to come off is not necessarily what you would need because this was based off her labs. Absolutely. Some of it, maybe, but again, like it needs to be personalized. Yeah, this is like what we were saying before is 
as well in regards to like only introducing supplements when you know what's going on. So yeah, yeah, just keep in mind, and you'll probably already know this, if you're suffering from acne, then you've probably tried everything. So you would know that things that work for one person don't work for somebody else. So Mm -hmm. it is definitely important to make sure there's also so many fucking causes of acne that even if it is hormonal, it might not be the same hormonal that mine is. So yeah, yeah, I think it definitely goes without saying, but just for the sake of saying it, don't copy me, (laughs) please just make sure that it is the right thing for you first if you're stuck with that you can reach out to either of us we'll point you in the right direction yeah disclaimer 100 percent um but so knowing like so i know how birth control works in shutting down hormones and basically one of the first things that we want to do is get the brain talking back to the ovaries i didn't give you a supplement and again this is where it's very personalized so i know that l probably wouldn't do extremely you know you wouldn't be super happy on a really restrictive plan Mm. whereas some clients I will put them on a really restrictive plan so that was again Elle's plan not as restrictive as maybe someone else that comes in with maybe some different more chronic symptoms um so we went with myoinositol dechironositol because that's been shown in the literature and research to be fantastic for that brain ovary connection um it's called HPO, hypothalamus pituitary ovary connection. Everything talks to hypothalamus pituitary, talks to your ovaries, and that's how you ovulate. Um, it's also really good for insulin sensitivity. Um, myoinositol. It's just myoinositol is an amazing supplement. Now, most women can take that without any issues. It helps get ovulation nice and strong. So if you do struggle with ovulating, that is a great supplement to add. Um the soul palmetto, <laughs> I normally do put a disclaimer. I think I might've sent you a voice message, but yes, a lot of the time this will like, unless you get something that's called soul palmetto, it will say prostate support or something. Mm. I promise you guys, it's not for just for prostates. Um, this supplement is what actually helps us clear out that five alpha pathway. So this is the main one for your acne to make sure that those androgens aren't building up. Ashwagandha we put in there because you did say that you struggled with anxiety and ashwagandha is a really calming herb. That is something that, again, a lot of people can take. It's an adaptogen. So it is that is something that if you do suffer from anxiety, that's the first thing I put in. Most people can take it safely Um, unless you're pregnant, then consult your doctor. Um, And then the progesterone. So like you said, you're not making progesterone in the second half of your cycle. We're pretty sure that ovulation has kicked back in for you very quickly, which is fantastic. So we probably will pull progesterone in the next month or two. But again, it's so that you're not feeling that massive no hormone in the second half of your cycle, which then could have driven acne up because you need progesterone for balance. So that's why we went with those supplements for you. Yeah. Nice. And I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many and there's so many that I had never heard of before. And this was kind of what started my mind was going, my brain was ticking along and I was like, but why? And you're very, very good at explaining this. And you are like, you provide so much information and I'm assuming to all of your clients, but more so probably with me, because I ended up hiring you in terms of like being my mentor and like consulting with my clients so that I could then 
do this sort of stuff with them, right? So just, yeah, the explanations that we have for every single supplement are very, they're very thorough. So there's not usually any time between you telling me something and me not understanding what that is because you always kind of pair that with a very thorough explanation, which I appreciate. So, I mean, it wasn't actually very long before, like talking about this, it wasn't long before me hiring you as my coach to then hiring you as like my mentor, right. Or Mm. like to consult with my clients. And I was first, I was, I was very fascinated by this area that I'd never heard of before. And I couldn't believe the gap in the industry. And like I said, Mm -hmm. we both do a lot of work in the US. So we have people in the US that we work with, whether that be for me, it's like mentorship capacity for you. You used to work for a company in the US. So we both know a lot of people over there and it's definitely booming over there in terms of functional health. And Mm -hmm. like here, maybe I'm just following the wrong people, but I'm not seeing it as much. I definitely wasn't seeing it as much. So once I was kind of introduced to this area, I was like, holy shit, there are so many women who go through hormonal issues every single day, right? So like weight loss resistance, an irregular cycle, PCOS, endometriosis, all of these sorts of things. And the human body, like I said, is so complex women more so right our body just Mm -hmm. has so many things like all of these pathways all of these messages that certain things send to wrong areas or whatever it's complicated it's so complicated yet we see all the time calorie fucking deficit or you Mm -hmm. need to be in a calorie deficit and if you're not in a deficit it's not your fucking hormones you're just eating like an asshole like this whole rhetoric right so i've done an episode on this before and i actually did a post on this and had you fact check it for me so just like <laughs> disclaimer i will send my things to sammy and be like hey but yeah just for the sake of full transparency sammy is a mentor to me and she does help me to do these sorts of things with my clients and i'm learning a lot from her so a lot of the things i talk about i discuss with her first to gather a deeper understanding so mm-hmm. even if i know what to say and i know what i'm trying to say you definitely just help me to see it from a different lens or to kind of put it into words basically so help me to understand it and so that I can say not only what I want to say but why I want to say it and explain the reasoning behind that right so tell me what your thoughts are on the calorie fucking deficit thing and the Mm. you're eating like an asshole thing that we're seeing so much especially from the men the male coaches within the industry at the moment and we've spoken about this before but hot girls don't gatekeep let's bring it to the podcast (laughs) I'm pretty sure every time I see it now I first of all I like rage inside and then I send it to Elle because I'm like I just need to like I just need to vent and I'm pretty sure I did send you one the other day and I was like f-bombing like (laughs) fuck this guy and yeah but also it's like that's how they talk to people as well and it's like it's like how many times did we like I swear on this podcast obviously I'm a swearer but I will not drop the c-bomb when I'm talking to clients or potential clients like listen up cunts no Mm. not gonna say that that's fucking insane you probably know Mm -hmm. who I'm talking about but we're not gonna say it but yeah tell me tell me your thoughts I hate it. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. There is a place like we know scientifically that you need to be consuming less calories than you're burning to Mm -hmm. be in deficit. Absolutely. However, if you have, let's, let's take a hypothyroid client because so many clients, especially Americans have thyroid issues. I think it's up to like 65, 70% in the U S have thyroid issues and it is hypo predominantly or Hashimoto's. That 
downregulates your metabolism significantly. So if you should be burning, let's say you do nothing all day, you just sit around and vegetableize yourself and you know you should be burning, let's say 15, 1600 calories at rest. Your metabolism is actually probably downregulated somewhere down to like 1200, depending on how bad your hormones are. So then you have a male, no, actually not a male. Let's just say anybody. That's, that's pretty bad. Let's say you have somebody that comes to you and they're like, right, the, the, the gold standard tool is you need to be in a 500 calorie deficit to lose weight. My maths is pretty shit, but I'm pretty sure that's somewhere around seven, 800 calories. Who can do that long-term? Like it, it just, so I'm kind of like, okay, we're then putting people in this position where we're putting them on these crazy diets that they can't stick to because the only skill that this person's wanted to learn is calories in, calories out. Mm. So, I mean, I, I hate it. And the thing is, is that, like you said, it's either the fact that I personally think it's laziness mm. or it's just they're so stuck within their own ego that they're unwilling to actually look outside the lens of what they've learned and realize that there's a big, big world out there of, you know, hormones. And it is, it is complicated. You're not going to learn it overnight, but at least if you can understand the basics, you're not going to have a client who has thyroid conditions that you're putting on a 800 calorie diet and then blaming them for not losing weight when they're probably doing everything right. Yes. So it's, it blows my mind as well. And I've seen this. And truthfully, for me, when I did like, you know, my sports nutrition qualification, it was all about calories in versus calories out. No, your hormones mm-hmm. don't play a part. No, nothing plays a part, right? You can still lose weight in a calorie deficit because that's the only rule. And like we already said, that's true. But to what point is that the right thing to do? Because Mm -hmm. like you said, if your BMR, so your basal metabolic rate is down so low due to all of these conditions, we're talking like 1,200 calories, right? For someone who otherwise their BMR should be up around 1,800. If it's down Mm -hmm. to like 1,200 because of hormonal issues or thyroid issues, thyroid issues, whatever it is, you're then going to have to diet on 700 calories if we're, you know, just using that calorie Mm -hmm. deficit rule, right? So does it not make sense to work on the root causes, build up your metabolism, build up your BMR so that it is back around that 16 to 1800 calorie mark and then you can diet safely? Is Mm -hmm. that not what we should be doing? But I think you're right. I think it's, it's lazy coaching and I will probably definitely admit that I don't know if my... Okay, so it probably was lazy, but I was just, yes, refusing to look outside the lens. And I'm talking about years ago, guys. I'm talking about like four years ago when I first became qualified in the coaching space. You kind of just know what you know. You know what you've been taught and you believe that. And this is the the problem that I hope gets fixed in the years to come is that we start to have a bit more of an open mind. For a lot of people, it's going to work. The basic calorie deficit rule is going to work. But for women, and especially those who do suffer with something in terms of your hormones or your thyroid, whatever it is, and that number is actually getting higher and higher and higher, for you, it's going to be different. And I have this one client who like we were, I've worked with her for so long. I've worked with her for so long and she has just had all these issues. And if I was to type in her 
weight, her height, her activity level into a basic calculator, it would tell me that her deficit calories are like 2,200. We know for Mm. a fact that that is not true because we have tried the basic stuff and it hasn't worked. And her current before me had her down to 1,200 calories because every single time she checked in, they were like, well, you're clearly not following it or it's just not low enough. So they just kept lowering, 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 and that just made her symptoms worse. So here we Mm. are now taking that feed first approach and just making sure that we're feeding her properly. We're working on bringing down the inflammation, the stress within her body. I'm doing that with Sammy, of course, because this is definitely a hormonal issue. And we have seen amazing progress in the sense of like her cycle being over 160 days to now being down below 50 days is Mm -hmm. just ridiculous. So from here, if we keep going, we keep doing what we're doing, we keep reducing the stress within within her body, we keep reducing the inflammation, eventually we are just going to be able to follow calorie fucking deficit because her her metabolism is going to allow for that. So Mm -hmm. that's the goal, right? Like it's not about ignoring the rule of calorie deficit because we all know that that's true and that's that's basically the rule. It's a one non-negotiable rule of fat loss. But we can't be sacrificing people's like quality of life and being like, well, unfortunately, your maintenance calories are twelve hundred, therefore we have to diet you on eight hundred. That would there there comes a point where it's just ridiculous. So that's kind of what we're talking about. We need to work on like just healing your body so that we can diet safely instead of throwing you into a deficit that you're not going to be able to stick to. Because I couldn't stick to that, could you? God no. Fuck no. And the other thing, the other thing is, is that the ignorance in th- in saying that like hormones don't play a part, I can literally think off the top of my head three hormones. So reverse T3, which is a thyroid hormone, mm. insulin, and I did have the other one, estrogen. So if we have yeah. a lot of estrogen and no progesterone, you cannot lose weight. So that's the other thing. If we're not fixing, so there are people who actually could lose weight at their normal deficit amount, but because they have these hormone issues, they have an inability. Like reverse T3, if you have high reverse T3, you pretty much can't lose weight. Like there's so much literature on it. And so I've worked to get clients reverse T3 down and all of a sudden they start dropping weight and we do not change their calories at all. Yeah. So you can't tell me, like we haven't changed calories and she's dropping weight. So yeah, I like I personally like I couldn't put a client on 700 calories because I'm like, and you're, I know you're the same. It's like if I can't do it, there's no way I'm going to tell a client to do it. Exactly right, and that was my whole reason behind doing a flush protocol with you too. Because mm-hmm. I started, we started writing them for my clients, and I am very much a firm believer in if I'm going to coach you on something, I better know how that feels like. Like I yeah. better, I better know how that how that feels like that was such a a mumbo jumbo I was trying to say I should know how that feels right if I'm going to coach you through something I should know what I'm coaching and that's the whole reason why I don't do like competition prep that sort of thing because I've never competed in my life so why would I coach someone on a comp prep when I don't know how that feels and I talk people out of it these days I'm like no no you don't want to do that Absolutely. And it's not like, you know, some of my best friends compete. Like one of my bridesmaids who is clearly a very, very good friend of mine. She's a fucking world champ. Like she's Mm. amazing. And she lives and breathes that lifestyle. And she does it in such a healthy way is in like her mindset is strong all of the time. She loves prep. She loves the challenge. And some people can just do it. But so many people cannot and Mm. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole because this could be a whole other conversation but yeah I'm definitely of the mind of like I should know how it feels if I'm coaching you through it so yeah so basically like 
this is the work that we're doing for my clients right now. So you're behind the protocols, right? Mm -hmm. So you're really like taking me under your wing and helping me to learn how to do it myself. So referencing other people, like sending me their work, sending me courses and things to do, which is helpful. So like, you know, other people who do like functional health courses and stuff like that, like we're talking about them. And the more that I learn, the more I realize I don't know shit. And I'm kind of like the nerve Mm -hmm. on me starting a business and not knowing all of this stuff. But it's like, it's just, I'm very open to it these days. And I just think that like we have said a million times, everything's so complicated. So I am not willing to say that any one thing isn't the cause, right? Like I'm not going to look at yeah. someone and be like, absolutely not. That's not the reason. Like I would want to investigate that first. So I know my reason behind doing this, obviously to learn and to help my clients to see better results. But what were your, what was your reason? Like, why, why do you want to help me? Why did you want to start like wanting to like work with me and like helping my clients in this sense, like the consulting, the protocols, that sort of thing? I think, cause like you said, like, it's not, it's not, a, this is my, my why was because this is not here in Australia. And I think the other thing, like if we could, if we even go back to like the whole, you know, men telling women that it's a calories in calories out, hormone issues don't seem to happen to men that often, whereas women do. So I think I went through my own hormonal issues, 2014, and I went through the doctor thing and, you know, like got told it was a phase and to go on birth control. And I was just like, I just, I knew, I just knew in myself, like I my body wasn't responding the way that it should. And I knew that there was something else out there and I want to be that source of education for people. And I don't want to like, I don't want to gatekeep. I want to help. I want to help coaches. And this is something that, you know, this is long-term for me because I've realized like there is this massive gap in the market of all of these people who became personal trainers, but that's where it's ended. Mm. Like there's no, knowledge past that and I think even just having that foundational info like foundational knowledge of even how a woman's cycle works the phases what hormones do during that cycle you can become such a better coach and coach people through the issues that they're having so I think that's why like I just kind of I don't know one I gelled with you very quickly mm. and two I was just like you also have this platform of you know 30, 40, 50 clients, however many clients that you see or come through your doors that we can help educate. Yeah. And yeah, I I think for me, it's just, I'm so passionate about this because I've personally been through the absolute fucking ringer when it comes to hormones that I don't want to see anybody else go through that. And so if I can help you help others, that's the reason I want to do it. For sure. And I love that. And it's very, it's very true. It's in the sense of like, we're past that point of gatekeeping and I could, you could probably say this, I won't put words in your mouth, but I definitely, when I first started, I wanted to be, I wanted to be the only one, right? I wanted to be like, I wouldn't admit that I didn't know something. I would Google it and then tell my clients, right? Whereas now I've very much changed in that sense. Like we all know, if you follow me, you know, I have guest experts in my program every single month. I am very much willing to admit that I don't know something like we all have our zones of genius. We all have things Mm -hmm. that we're really good at and I cannot pretend that I'm good at everything, right? There are so many things that I'm good at that I need to stay in my lane about and I will outsource people whose zones of genius are the topics that I want my clients to also know about. So for you, it's like functional health. Obviously, yes, that's something that I'm learning about, but I don't pretend like I know it and just do a quick Google and then feed that information to my clients, right? Because like 
their health is very, very important and they trust me to do the best thing by them. And for that, sometimes it's admitting that I don't know shit about whatever it is that they're asking about and just finding out from someone. So in terms of like, like body confidence, like body image, eating disorders, that sort of stuff. I've had someone in to talk about that. We talk about like relationships and we talk about like mindset and stuff like that with somebody else. Like it's not something that is a shame for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've gone through that. Like when you first started coaching, if you didn't know something, you kind of like needed to find out, but I definitely went through that. And it's just like, it's imposter syndrome as well as just the fact that like, we want to be that person that, that knows the things that our clients are asking about. But I think Mm -hmm. that like this industry, it's, it's growing rapid fast. And there are so many people who just know the same fucking thing. And that means that they're all just encouraging one another to be like, no, hormones aren't the issue. No, because they've all learned the same thing. They've all done the same course. There's nothing else. There's no variety, which is why, Mm -hmm. you know, we're obviously changing that conversation, but it's, yeah, there's so many things. And at the end of the day, this is health. Like this isn't something basic that can be fucked with. Like this is our client's health and it's very, very Mm -hmm. important. And that's why we go through this. That's why, you know, I work with you and I make sure that I'm finding that out. And that's actually how I found you at the very beginning. I didn't even fuck around with that. I just like, do you remember that very first message I ever sent you? I like found you. I can't even remember how someone, I think it was your friend Shayla. I follow her and I saw her tag you in something. And I jumped onto your page and I had a look and I think I scrolled like twice. I read like, two pages of posts and I just sent you a message. I sent you a message before I even pressed follow. And I was like, hey, can you please do a workshop for my clients? Like, I really love your posts, like blah, blah, blah. That's right. Yeah, that was the first message I ever sent you before I even pressed follow. I was like, can you please come into my business? Like, you've never even heard of me before, but hi, can we do a workshop? (laughs) And uh, I mean, you were like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So that was great. But yeah, that was how it started is I am like always on the search for people who know things that I don't so that I can help my clients with that. And we've spoken so much about this, like the visions that we have for our businesses, of course, but also the visions that we have for the industry itself and how Mm -hmm. this is going to change and how it should change over the years. And just the people who are going to be left in the dust if they refuse to level up in this area. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's very, very interesting, but I mean, you like moving on to the next thing, like you spoke before a little bit about restriction. And I mean, this is something that, again, I'm changing my mind about the more that I learn. Like, yes, I am very much flexible in my approach. But if I see somebody who does have a hormonal imbalance or something that we need to work on, especially a gut gut health thing, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing, that's when that flexibility kind of dies down a little bit. Not forever, but unfortunately, yes, like you do need to be a little bit more restrictive, right? In the sense of yep. like hormones and gut health and fixing these issues and balance is very different for everybody. It depends on your internal health status for one. Like mm-hmm. if you're somebody who is super healthy, you can afford to have more balance or flexibility as such mm-hmm. in air quotes compared to somebody who has PCOS or endometriosis or, you know, some sort of hormonal disorder or thyroid imbalance or gut health issue. Right. So what, what is that? Like, let's, let's talk about that. So why are they more restrictive? Cause this is something that people don't really understand because again, going back to the industry, it's very much about if it fits your macros and mm. we're very much not on the same page as that anymore. So why do you think that is like, why, what is the reason behind that? So 
like I was saying earlier, like when we focus on whole foods, we're focusing on not just, so if it fits your macros, it's about fitting macros, not micros. And mm-hmm. micronutrients are as important and we don't really pay attention. And even like if you look at if it fits your macros, it's carbs, fats, protein. Again, doesn't even take into account fiber. Now, if we work backwards, fiber is needed to regulate our bowels to feed good bacteria. If you're not going to the bathroom, let's say you're hitting all your macros, but you're not going to the bathroom daily, I can guarantee you in 12 to 18 months, you're going to have a gut issue or you're going to have a hormone issue. Mm. So that's why I focus predominantly on whole foods. And then the restriction comes in because we want to get clients buy-in really quickly. So because this is still such a new area and people take a risk signing up to functional health because there's not a lot of known about it. I mean, I can't even explain what I do. So it's kind of like, you know, they don't fully understand it until I send them 50,000 voice messages explaining how I work. So by sticking to whole foods and kind of restricting for a little bit, you get faster results because the body has all the micronutrients, the vitamins, the minerals it needs to heal and it can heal quite quickly. I have some clients who come to me and they're like, I have not been able to lose weight in 10 years. I flush them, I refeed them. And during that eight to 10 weeks, they can lose anywhere between five and 10 kilos. Like, and you're telling me you haven't been able to lose weight for the last five years. So the restriction comes from more the point of one, we want to do it. We want to get in. We want to get out really quickly so that we can bring that flexibility back in. But two, it's also normally like you, like, especially with a flush, which again, seems to be like a nice little buzzword in the States at the moment. Um, You're trying to cleanse the body very quickly so that it can heal so that we can get cells talking to each other again. Um, So, I mean, I could, I could do that over time with a more flexible approach but clients aren't going to see results and that's what they're paying for. So that's why I kind of have a little bit more restriction. Um, But even then I don't think of it as restriction anymore because I predominantly work off the Mediterranean diet and it's a healthy balance of carbs, fats, proteins, whole foods, vitamins, minerals, like you're feeding your body fuel. So I think there also needs to be like a mindset shift because I think we all shifted to if it fits your macros and oh my god I can have a donut for breakfast but then if I look at it I'm like well you've just spiked your insulin for the day insulin is a glucose hormone that's going to then coincide with cortisol like there's this whole host of cascade stuff that goes with having your fucking donut for breakfast don't get me wrong I will I will have a donut for breakfast but it's not an everyday kind of thing Mm. so that's why there's a little bit more restriction yeah and I think we're at this point where it's like be a fucking adult, right? And this is a conversation that I have had a lot of times over the past few weeks as I have definitely phased out of this if it fits your macros thing. And I haven't actually been doing this for quite a long time since I definitely started Coach Bael anyway. Yes, I teach macros because I think you should understand it. I think Mm -hmm. you should definitely understand protein. You should understand carbs. You should understand fats, right? Like you should understand that. Knowledge is power. Everyone deserves to understand nutrition and how it works. But when it comes to the actual act of tracking your macros, we have to be very, very careful here. And we have to have some, I guess, ground rules in place. 
No, Mm -hmm. tracking your macros does not mean that you, like you said, can just eat donuts for breakfast every day. Sometimes it's going to happen. Sure. Whatever. You know, you go to the Brisbane International Airport, you want to have a Krispy Kreme. I get it. All right. But it's one of those things where you need to take some responsibility. And I just, I don't have a lot of time anymore for people who I have to convince that their health is important. Yes. I'm sorry. If you want to keep having your donuts for breakfast, that's fine. But you need to go and sign up with someone else because I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and have a conversation with you about how you need to be eating fruits and vegetables, right? Like since yeah. when is looking after your health or looking after your body a chore? Yes. It's just silly. And it's just at this point, we're at this point where you, we just need to start taking some responsibility. Sometimes, yes, it can be restrictive. But if you look at it from another lens in the sense of, you're fueling your body. You're giving your body yeah. what it needs in order to mm-hmm. function. If we go back to bloody the Stone Ages, the caveman days, yes. like what are, what are they doing? I I draw this parallel all the time as well with my cat Rogue, where she will only eat food that's good for her. Right? She's not going to be coming and eating my food because that's not good for her. Right? So like yeah. we are the only species, I guess, we're the only animal in the sense of humans that do shit to harm our health intentionally. Yes. Like we drink alcohol. My cat does not drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. We, we smoke or we vape or whatever it is mm-hmm. that people are doing that harms our lungs. My cat's not vaping, just saying like, she's not doing that because yeah. why would she? Right. Like, and then it goes on to food as well. So like McDonald's and hungry jacks and like all of these takeaway foods that we are eating. But it's easy. Yeah. Cause it's, it's easy. We are lazy, right? We're looking mm-hmm. for convenience. And this is why when it comes to switching things over and being more intentional with our diet, the first thing I have to look at is convenience because I know if it's not convenient, you're not going to do it. And that's fair enough because you've it's been ingrained in you. Maybe your parents did the same thing, whatever it yeah. is. But at the end of the day, you do need to take a step back and just be like, holy shit, this is my body. And when yeah. it comes down to it, like this is very morbid, but when it comes down to it, just picture yourself in you know 30 40 50 years time if you are sick or something's wrong with you you have a chronic disease or an illness all you're going to be thinking about is all of the times that you neglected your health that you wish you didn't and this yeah. is it this doesn't mean the time that you went out and celebrated your friend's birthday and you had a kebab yeah. on the way home when you were blind drunk that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the consistent things that you're doing every day knowing that it's not good for you that's all you're going to be able to think about and this is something that i think about all the time. It's about, yes, it's about aesthetics and it's about losing weight and whatever, because that's normally what we're driven by. But at the end of the day, it's about your health and it's about functioning properly and your muscles being able to work and your bones being able to hold you up and just your insides doing the things that they should be doing because Mm. they're getting the necessary fuel to be able to do that thing. So yeah, yeah, there comes a point where you just have to grow up a little bit and just take some responsibility for your health. Yes, it can be restrictive, but it shouldn't be. And if it is, then yes, like you said, Sammy, you need to change your mindset and you need to have a look at it from another lens and just be like, okay, yes, this is going to take some getting used to, but it's worth it for the sake of my health. And it's worth it for the sake of how I feel. Cause there are so many people who just have no idea how good they are supposed to feel because they spend so much time neglecting their body and neglecting their health. So I don't know. Now but we weren't this- made to eat processed food. That's the other thing mm. is that we weren't, we weren't, our bodies weren't made. That's somebody said to me the other day, they're like, why do we have so many hormone issues? Like, why is this so rife now? when it wasn't like 50 years ago because our foods are mass produced because they are processed and because nobody eats vegetables and fruits. And so we've seen a massive change in how our food is made 
and what food we're eating and accessibility and easeability. And we've seen a change in hormones. Mm. Correlation? Yeah. I don't know, but. You would think so. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, we we have a lot of trust, I think, in the fact that like, well, it's cold food, so it must be fine. But we know deep down, we know what we should and what we shouldn't be eating. And I'm not saying that you need to cut out anything or be super drastic, but if you want to improve your health, then you're going to have to, you know, there, there comes a time where you've got to draw a line in the sand and just be like, okay. okay. And this is something I've changed my mind about so much. I like, I've said this to you so many times, if diet has an impact on acne, I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm not eating it. And Mm -hmm. like, this is something that I went through and changed my mind about instantly when I started working with Sammy. I wouldn't say I changed my mind. I already knew, but I was more aware of it and I was more conscious Mm -hmm. of it. And I was like reading ingredients and I was really, really careful because Mm -hmm. I was like, this is obviously not good for me if it's making me break out. Like, Mm -hmm. like it doesn't even come down to the fact of like, oh, my skin looks like shit. It's like, well, no, because if you're functioning properly and everything's working the way it should be, then you shouldn't have acne really. Right. Like that's, so you need to work on the root cause. And if I can control that by eating better food, then I'm going to control that. And it's not just about the way that I look. It's also about the way that I feel and making sure that my body is looked after. So this is definitely something that I am, I'm not even going to say strict because it's easy. It's super easy for me. No, I don't want to eat shit food. Like I just don't want to because I don't feel good after I eat it for one. And for two, I know that it's not helping my body and it's not helping me with these goals that I'm actively working on. So it's just about picking, picking what you want really. Like short-term gratification or whatever it is over this long-term goal that you're trying to achieve. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's some food for thought, right? But this, I mean, ownership. that's what it is. You have to, you have to take some ownership. Like, yeah, like I said, a million times, it comes a point where you just have to make that decision. And if you yeah. don't want to make that decision, that's fine, but that's fine. But, but please do not apply for coaching with me. <laughs> <laughs> Like I can have a conversation with you about it, but I'm not here to convince you that your health's important. So it just, yeah. Like if you want to hit the ground running, send that application through, babe, but please do not send an application through. If if you're going to look at like the program that I send you and be like, oh, but I eat Macca's for dinner every Friday night and every Sunday morning. Is that okay? Like, sure, sure. It's okay. But like, don't expect the results that we spoke about in the time frame that we spoke about that's a decision that you're making here are the consequences of that decision now it's your turn to decide whether you do or you don't so that's my job I can provide you but I don't have a magic wand I can't just wave it over your current habits and your current behaviors and your current lifestyle and then have that result in the outcome that you're not willing to work towards or change anything for so Mm. that's that's just that but anyway this podcast has gone on for long enough I did have some like listener questions but I think that we're gonna just hold that and we can come back to that if we do another one because this has been going for an hour and 20 minutes so let's do you have anything else to say like is there any other tidbits or anything that you wanted to leave us with not really what were your listener questions because we could smash them out do you want to do like a quick draw and we'll smash them out real quick yeah so there was there was a couple just they were more in the sense of gut health right so someone so we're doing them let's do it real quick okay Okay. let's do 30 seconds rapid fire 30 second answers all right so what if someone is dealing with symptoms of IBS, but they haven't been able to get a diagnosis. What can they do to help themselves feel better? Okay. So five are gut method. Google it. It is the same across the board. It is pretty much like the 
gold standard process for dealing with gut stuff. However, I still would recommend working with a coach purely because they can help you with supplementation because the five R process is the process of just like remove, replace, re-inoculate, all that kind of stuff with your gut. However, you might need some further testing and there are supplements that should be included and a coach can kind of tell you like what's going to be the best supplements. But you want a place to start? Five R method. Next. Amazing. Uh, what, is le- <laughs> what is leaky gut? So leaky gut is basically the intestinal permanent, uh, sorry, yeah, the intestinal permeability of your gut. So basically what happens is, is that you get, you've got these really tight junctions in your gut and leaky gut is where they start to spread. And so you get food particles and medication and stuff leaking through your gut, which is then causing inflammation. So leaky gut to kind of best way to start fixing it to see if you can get improvement. Um, glutamine, two to three serves a day, that actually helps to tighten the junctions. But at the end of the day, you've probably got some irritants. So again, removing things like gluten, dairy, caffeine, uh, vegetable oils, and sugar for a good three to four weeks. Add the glutamine in. If you see improvements, keep doing that for a good three to four months. And then you should be pretty good. Next. Um, you kind of answered two questions in one there, which is good because my next one was going to be, how do you fix it or can you fix it? And one more, this is the last one that I wrote down. So what would we, what are a good amount of, so what are some foods blanket? I know that this is different for everybody, but what are some foods that we can avoid if we're wanting Mm -hmm. to feel better within our gut? So, you know, those type of symptoms like bloating, gas, either constipation or diarrhea, one end or the other, what are some foods that we can kind of cut out to start feeling better? Pretty much the ones that we've kind of already mentioned, start with gluten, dairy, caffeine. Caffeine is an irritant on your gut. So that's why people like drink caffeine and then they're like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom for a number two. Um, So removing those kind of things first, Um, foods that you can put in. So when you remove stuff, we shouldn't just be talking about removing stuff. We should be talking about replacing it. Yes. Um, So things like fruit, vegetables, pay attention because fruits and veggies are going to ferment if you're like not in the right gut place. And again, that's where like working through that fiber gut protocol is fantastic. Um, But yeah, fiber, most people are missing fiber in their diet. And I think like the recommendations between 20 and 30 grams, I aim for like 50 to 60. Mm. What about, um, what about someone who, if they start tracking their food or they start keeping note of their fiber, they're only at maybe eight to 10 grams of fiber. Would you recommend that they jump straight to 50 to 60? No. So I'd only like to go in like 20 gram increments. So Mm -hmm. I would go for that 30 grams and then see how you go. Because if you go from that to that, you're probably going to end up with like diarrhea and gut pain and all of that kind of stuff um so I normally like to gradually do it probably yeah like go straight to 30 grams and then go the next 10 and the next 10 over like two week increments nice love it that's it we're done done see we're done (laughs) rapid fire we love a good rapid fire thank you Sammy for joining us and jumping on the podcast I've been wanting to do this for so long so very excited that we got started with our guests being you so thank you for jumping on and talking talking through all of this with us that's all right I feel like we're going to be spending a lot of time together this month so it's a nice way to kind of kick the month off and yeah thank you for having me we are my clients will be very blessed with you on Tuesday I believe we're doing our workshop our FAQ workshop so if you're a client then 
lucky you. If you're not, <laughs> if you're high now, you might be. So, yes. Yeah. So where the listeners, all of the listeners, because my podcast is so large and everybody <laughs> listens from everywhere, where can they find you? Um, so at sammy.functionalhealth or sammyfunctionalhealth.com. They're the two places. Amazing. Wonderful. Thank you for being here with us. Thank Guys, you I will chat to you all next week.